This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. What's up, Jason? What's going on, guys? How you What's doing? What's going on, guys? Hey, man. Uh, I know Carl was kind of hinting at the tease, but... No, 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 no. Say it. Brad looks really awful. And I hate to say it because we love Brad and he's the heart and soul. It goes without saying what Brad has meant to this team. But it just, I think there comes a point, Jason, where unless you feel a few more weeks and, you know, he can come back and be, be stronger, he just doesn't look the part right now. How did he look in Orlando? Okay, but he still looks a little, sh- you don't think he looks a little shaky? You know, I mean, as yeah, far he made as, a mistake. He yeah. gave the ball away after a bad pass back to him, and that's a mistake you can't make. Absolutely, one hundred percent. But that game's not on Brad. That's the thing that that's got to be understood. And the fact that he played very, very well in Orlando, made a save that kept you in that just what four days before. That can't be discounted either. And you're talking about a player who has to build a rhythm coming back. And when you have been off for most of his season, come back, then miss another seven weeks due to a knee injury, you're not going to be as sharp as you'd like to be, especially in those kinds of moments, because that's the stuff that's hard to replicate, Mike. When you get into a ball that's played back to you in buildup early in a game that's not played back well, it's bouncing, it's spinning, it's a difficult one to control, you're not at your best to bring that down and make a play. Maybe that's one where you need to put it in the stands and just reset. And that's something that you'd like to do on the second opportunity it comes. But that's not something you get to train in pressure in matches in the same way as playing through them. I think Brad's shot stopping was great in Orlando. A lot of people have talked about the third goal being on Brad. It's a shot from inside the 18. The shot can't happen. That's the problem. You can't expect your goalkeeper to bail you out in situations where that shot comes in at that moment. So I think it's way too early to jump to that conclusion, to be honest. And I think you've got to see more time with him after just having a couple of games getting back. I think a lot of United fans, as we're joined by Jason Longshore, uh, analyst for Atlanta United, match tomorrow against LAFC guys. Again, pregame at 10, kicks at 10.30. A lot of 17s, and you know this, Jason, a lot of, a lot of fans are having this conversation my point, I think, is has he lost a step and does that make you question where he's at right now in his career? Listen, Brad is great. We know this, right? If he starts tomorrow, it's 150 starts. That's a milestone for the, for the club. If he posts a shutout, that's 50 shutouts that he will have recorded. That's a milestone for the club. We're not debating his greatness. I just think a lot of fans are having that conversation about is he a step slow and what does that mean for the club? But – if he makes that game tomorrow, if he plays that game and plays well in that game, does that discount what was a game that, look, you make a mistake early on and you're, climbing, you're running uphill, but that's a mistake. That's not really a step slow to me, that first goal. And the third goal, like I said, it's a shot from inside the 18. If you're asking your goalkeeper to bail you out in those situations on a regular basis, you're going to concede a lot of goals. 
obviously the yeah. thing is it's too early to jump to that conclusion is what I'm saying. You've got to give him some time to get games under his belt because I think this team is better with him in it. But even at this stage of his career, we all know that like Brad is like a field general out there for lack of a better word for guys who follow soccer, directing the pieces, getting things always been great moving the ball down the field. But he was you could argue at this stage of his career you wouldn't consider him an elite, you know, shot stopper. In, in terms of being the best in the league, no, I don't think he is. I think there's some others that are better. But in terms of making this team better, I think he's really important. And that's something that, look, I think you just have to be really careful of talking about the game in Orlando and saying, Brad's back, look at how well he played, look at this save, look at how good he was, look at the organization that he provided. And then one game four days later saying, oh, that didn't happen. That's the part that you can't jump to conclusions in a long season, and especially with someone coming back from injury, and they've got to get their feet underneath them and get ready. I think we can have this conversation in a real way in a month, in six weeks, where you have a little bit more data to talk about one game that was bad versus one game that was good. That's too short. You can't make that conclusion just yet. Let's talk about the other data that's in front of us, the three wins in the past 12 matches, 13 if you include U.S. Open Cup. That's not a great stretch. So what do we need to do to not only get a result against LAFC, but, you know, we talk about this team and where they are, fifth place currently in the East. Um, I I just, I don't know. I think I look at that and I go, wow, I didn't even realize, you know, three wins in our past 12. That's kind of daunting. It is. And when you concede as many goals as they've been conceding, that's the issue. It's that simple, honestly, because when this team is scoring goals to lead the league, They should be winning more games. That's flat out. There's just no way around that. They can't concede as many goals, and they can't concede goals in the way that they've conceded them. You look back at the goals that have been conceded, the overwhelming majority are coming from mistakes, not coming from situations where you're in a defensive, organized stance and you get beat. It's not coming from transition moments. It's coming from mistakes, and that can't happen at this level. And that's why you have games, three wins out of your last 12, but four straight unbeaten, but three straight draws in that four straight unbeaten. You can't have all those draws and lose wins out of it because of mistakes. And that's what it comes down to. And the defense is something we've struggled with at times. Even in the years we're going to win championships or compete for you know, conference finals, it always seems like there's some moments. But is that, again, because of the style, because of how Pineda's doing this, or are these individual guys who just got to play, simply got to play better on the back line? Yeah, the mistakes have nothing to do with the style. And that's where I think you do have to separate some things out and talk about it in, in real terms here. Atlanta United is rarely going to be a team in the way that they play and the way that they've played from day one, and maybe you can only take the first half of Frank DeBoer's season 2019 out of this, they've always been a team that has wanted to get numbers forward. They've always wanted to be a team that risks going forward and risks giving up goals on the other end, putting defenders in 1v1 situations, forcing them to make those kind of plays. So I don't think Atlanta United is the way they want to play is going to be a team that is built on winning games 1-0 on a regular basis. They're not going to be a team that sits with numbers behind the ball just to keep the opponent off the board. They're going to go and try to outscore them and and get more goals and win those 3-2-4-3 kind of games. The problem is right now you're giving up those extra goals defensively, not because of the style. It's because of mistakes, and that just can't happen. It's the first goal, again, mistake against New England. 
You go back to some of these others. There's been other goals in buildup where it's a mistake. But you can't say that the team shouldn't build out of the back because they've conceded a few goals because of mistakes in building up when they've scored a whole lot more goals because of good build-up play. There's always trade-offs in the way that you play. And to be a team that's going to score more goals, you're going to get more numbers forward. That makes mistakes not happen more, but maybe get highlighted more with getting punished. Jason, you talk about these mistakes, uh, and I equate this to any other professional sports. When your team continues to make mistakes, we are now 17 games into a 34 MLS game schedule. At some point, the, the coach, the manager, gets held responsible. So where is Pineda in at this point when you talk about these mistakes continuously being made and giving up goals that we necessarily shouldn't, um, you know, going back to the New England game, right? I mean, we, we allowed a goal within less than a minute, and I know it was a mistake, but if we said this about Arthur Smith five, six, seven, eight, ten weeks into the season saying this team continues to make mistakes, we'd be holding him accountable. How, how accountable is uh, Gonzalo Pineda? That's a tough one because you look at the way the team has played to score the goals that they scored, and you have to give him credit on that side too. I think you do have to look at some individuals, and you have to look at moments, and that's the challenge for this team right now is you have to find a balance of can you be better defensively? Can you be better defensively with the personnel that you have? Can you be better defensively with the style of play that you want to play? Because if you can't and you have to solve the defensive side because this team is not going to win a championship giving up as many goals as they're giving up. So if you have to solve that by being more defensive, how much does that take away from the attack that is the best in the league? How much does that sacrifice going forward? Do you get a net positive there? That's the tough spot when you're a manager in this situation where that first goal, I mean, that has nothing to do with anything that the manager is doing. That has nothing to do with anything that the manager has set the team up to play when you concede a goal in that manner against New England. It's two players, and Miles Robinson and Brad Kazan, who are, have both been national team players. Miles currently is. Brad has. These are guys who have incredible talent. They made mistakes. That's not on the manager, that part. Right. Have there been other goals that you want to change things up? That's the problem here is if you do and you take an attacker away, can this team still score as many goals as they are, and do they get better defensively? That's not an easy answer. So this is a, it's an interesting summer coming in because you do have to get more results. How do you get there along with losing Luis Adarujo, with Tiago Almada potentially going out in the summer, and other potential moves in the summer window. It's a really interesting time. I think stability is the most important thing right now for this team. But, yes, the defensive mistakes have to get corrected, either with different personnel or with being more conservative, which I'd hate to see this team have to do because I think they don't have to do that if those mistakes are eliminated. But can't eliminate them, then you've got to be more conservative, not give up as many goals. Yeah, and we love the style. That's the thing. I mean, just it's such a gut, the tough such thing. a gut punch to lose the games like we're or draws or the way we've been doing it. Nobody's scored more points other than Columbus, and nobody's given up more goals other than Charlotte. Have fun out there in LA with Mike, man. Uh, we want pictures and photos on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> we will provide some. We'll be over there tomorrow. It's five stripes after dark. Hopefully, people can join us. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.